Lose the Cape Podcast, episode 88. We are so excited to announce our newest sponsor for the podcast. Our newest sponsor is Coping Skills for Kids. And as you guys probably remember, if you've been listening for a while, I have a son who is very ADHD. Not just my diagnosis, actual medical diagnosis. And um, wow, we've been through some, some things in terms of dealing with stress, anxiety, anger. Add to that the fact that my husband and I are separated and you have a whole lot of extra emotions going on in our life. So Coping Skills for Kids was founded in 2015 by Janine Halloran. She's a licensed mental health counselor. She's been working with children's teens and their families for over 15 years. And their website is absolutely amazing. There's so much stuff. If you have any types of issues dealing with calming down your kids, working with stress, anxiety, anger. She's got all kinds of downloadables. She's got courses. She has all kinds of resources. I love this one. Does my child need a therapist? (laughs) I read that. I was like, yes, I think so. She's got toys and games and activities and just amazing um, resources on the website. And I know um, many of you responded really, really well to our episode that we did not too long ago with Janine, um, a different Janine, on her sons with autism and ADHD. And um, if you are struggling with those same issues, make sure you go on over to losethecape.com forward slash coping. Should you choose to purchase anything off of her website, if you use the keyword cape, you can get a $5 discount. Thank you so much to Coping Skills for Kids and to Janine for sponsoring our podcast. We are really happy to share your important work and message. Hey, boss ladies. I'm Alexa Bigwarf, and I'm the founder of Cat Biggie Press and Write, Publish, Sell. I help women fulfill their book writing dreams through author coaching and publishing support. You can find out more at writepublishsell.co. Hey y'all, I'm Aubrey Mathis, owner and founder of Today May Suck, a comfort gift company for your peeps going through the suckiest of times. I also help moms get off the couch and into some hills, create a biz they love, and live a life unpinned. For more information, visit aubreymathis.com. Together, we bring you real talk from life-experienced women, celebrating, empowering, and encouraging the woman behind the kids, the marriage, and the business. We know that you don't have to be super mom to be a super mom. So join us and lose the cape. Uh, today, we are happy to bring you Nicole Hoagland, who is Honestly Able Confidence Coach. She's a confidence coach for female entrepreneurs who are ready to get out of their own way in order to start taking massive action in their business. She is also one half of the hosting duo of the newly revamped Pixie Success Collective podcast. That's a mouthful. <laughs> Basically, she really wants you to see the power you bring to the table in your business and truly be confident in the goals you have. If she isn't working, you can find her hanging out with her husband and pup, having a great cup of coffee or a glass of wine with friends or on the couch watching really bad reality TV. So um, you're not a mom, I gather. Not yet. We are that's trying. okay. Well, yeah. wonderful. Sorry, I shouldn't have asked that question then. But that's okay. We, uh, we, we have expanded to moms and people who help moms. So since mm-hmm. you uh, enjoy um, helping mom pr- uh, entrepreneurs, many of us are mothers. Whew, I just came back from a long trip and my brain is crazy. So sorry for the 
all over the place. <laughs> How are you, Nicole? I'm good morning. Doing, I'm doing good. I've been up since 5 a.m. So like this, oh, I'm, I'm like ready to rock right now. Awesome. Oh. Good. Well, you can just control the show. So do you do, okay. So do you do the whole 5 a.m. thing every day or is this a, no, you just got up this morning? No, I actually, I had a 6.15 call with London. So I had no choice but to get up at five because it was a video recording. So (laughs) that's not normal. I mean, I just got a 6.15 call with London. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm over here. Okay. Um, Alexis is like, sorry, I just got back from France. And then Nicole's like, I just got back from London. I'm like, it stormed here last night. I mean... I don't really chase know any, what else. Chase any cows lately? No, but I'm, um, <laughs> hey, I'm, last week, yes, I did. Well, there you go. You're right in there. Yeah, I am. Oh, and I poured a whole bucket of goat water on one day. Uh, I heard about that. I was, just not, I was not going to ask about it, but I heard about it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was just nice, you know, just a way to end your day. Oh my goodness. So, you know, I have to know of watching your really bad reality TV, which one runs in the, uh, which are the forerunners? Gosh, I cannot make words come out of my mouth. Which one do you like best, Nicole? (laughs) That's what I was trying to say. Thank you. So the one, it's sad because it just ended, but Vanderpump Rules has kind of been my jam because they're so, so unbelievably bad that it just makes me feel better watching them. Which is so sad, but so, um, there it's on Bravo. And if you have ever heard of like the real housewives franchise or whatnot, there's a real housewife called Lisa Vanderpump Vanderpump from Beverly Hills and her restaurant, sir, got a spinoff from Bravo. So it's basically follows the lives of like the sir servers. Um, and it's been on seriously for like five seasons. Like, I don't understand how these people like get paid by Bravo because literally they just talk about nothing and about how hard their lives are. But But you watch them, so that's why they get paid. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I watch them. I feed into the 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 whole bad reality TV, but it's just they're so interesting. Like it's it's so much fun to watch. I really think Aubrey needs a reality TV show. I think (laughs) yes, we we're contemplating that. (laughs) We are contemplating at least a YouTube channel. (laughs) Right. Oh my gosh. I watch. (laughs) <laughs> I would watch. I would totally watch and laugh all day. But I don't. But see, yours wouldn't be classified as like bad reality TV. Yours would be like the good reality TV to like show people what like reality actually like, is. This is like this is my real life, y'all. For real. Like, yeah. We can't script this. We can't make it up. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even you know what they say. Reality is better than fiction. Oh, I don't know sometimes. Except when it comes to my fiction book, that's going to be the best. <laughs> oh, yes, because that's why you went to France. That's right. Yes. But it is based on reality, so maybe that's why it's going to rock so hard. Yeah. All right, so clearly I have no problems with confidence, but <laughs> let's talk about confidence and confidence coaching and how that all came about. So basically, and this kind of tie, my story ties into like why I'm not a mom yet. Um, but last November, so November 2015, I had my first miscarriage. Oh, and I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. Um, but it's what propelled me into being an entrepreneur. Um, it was one of those things I kind of saw my life go into two different directions. And I like basically was like, I have to choose either like 
my corporate career over actually having a family because at that point I didn't have a work-life balance at all. Um, I basically woke up, opened up my laptop and didn't close it until I went to sleep at night. Um, and having the choice of, I can do something for myself. I've been in corporate America for 10 years. I have the experience. I've seen really great agencies. I've seen really bad agencies. I feel like I can do this myself. Um, and I chose myself. So it was one of those things that when I started, I thought I was going to be a yoga instructor because I felt like I really needed that Zen in my life. But no, wasn't <laughs> that didn't work out. Try, try that. It wasn't for me. Um, and then I got turned on to coaching just by doing research and making lists of like what I actually wanted to do in my business. Mm -hmm. And I started my certification pro uh, process with a company called, well, not a company, a school called IPEC, which stands for the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching because it's accredited through the ICF, which is the International Coaching Federation. And just personally for me, I'm super big in like integrity stuff. So I wanted to make sure if I was going to do this business, like I had the skill sets, I understood the process, like I didn't just dive into it just because I wanted to. Um, and what I realized is even though I started out being like a marketing and small business coach because my corporate experience was marketing, I realized that people lack confidence when it comes to being able to make decisions for themselves and be able to embrace the plans that they want to do in business as opposed to taking things on because they feel like they need to. And that's where a lot of my clients told me last year I shined. So I rebranded myself to a confidence coach earlier this year because at the core of it, if you're not confident in what you're doing in your business or even in your life, it really keeps you from moving forward a lot quicker in your business. And some people really need to start moving forward quicker. Um, so I basically help entrepreneurs and executives uncover what's blocking them, why they're not confident, what's keeping them from moving forward. And then we take steps to actually figure out what they need to do based off the goals that they set. And they're broken down to like really simplistic things. Like today I'm going to call like a, an attorney to make sure that I am not copyrighted and all that fun stuff because it's the small things that sometimes people get stuck on because mm -hmm. they think of the really big things, but they don't break it down to like really what that first step needs to be in order for them to get there. Wow. Okay. So I was wrong. I could probably use your service. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so confidence in yourself and confidence in your business are two entirely different things, aren't they? Mm -hmm. They are. Well, and it's so funny too, because if you look at the definition of confidence, there's actually two sides to the coin, which a lot of people don't realize. The first one is you need to have that self-assurance in your own self to embrace the skills and abilities that you bring to the table. And then the flip side of that is people also need to trust you in what you are selling them or what services that you're providing to them. Right. And if you don't have the two, that's kind of where the disconnect is in business. Awesome. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty confident in myself and presenting myself and presenting, but like when it comes down to making a decision in my business, like, okay, you need to buy this. Oh, should I, like, I don't have the confidence to say, this is the decision I'm making and this is what I'm sticking with. Like I second guess it 99% of the time. <laughs> and it's, honestly, it's perfectly normal for that to happen. Every single person goes through it. I still go through it. Like I'm a confidence coach for crying out loud. And sometimes my <laughs> confidence is horrible but I think it's figuring out where your insecurities come from and like the whole spinning the wheels aspect and that's where I come in because I can really help you get clear on like what's keeping you from moving forward instead of you like in your own head all the time yeah do you find that with entrepreneurs especially we um have a real issue with confidence because of the fact that 
when you go into a quote unquote real job in a company, like you've been vetted, they interview you, they make sure you have the skills, all that kind of stuff. They put you through their training. Um, but when you, when you do it all yourself, you're basically saying, Hey, this is me. You know, I, I know this stuff. I'm an expert, but no one has said, (laughs) no one has vetted you. No one has qualified you for that. I mean, that for me feels like a major block. Do you see that a lot? I see that a lot, but I also see that in executives because I kind of coach the both aspects of it because I have the corporate experience. So even though executives aren't small business owners, they're still entrepreneurs in their own right because they manage a team. They have to make a profit. They have to do all these things. And the mindset is eerily similar, which is funny um, because I wouldn't have thought about that a year ago. But when it comes to the confidence aspect in entrepreneurs, there's really a lot of imposter syndrome that comes up and that's tied to your confidence because in corporate America, someone basically says, hey, here are your skill sets. We think that you're great. Here's what your worth is and here's what we're going to give you for that. But when it comes to being your own boss, that's not having confidence in yourself and not seeing yourself as an expert is directly correlated to what you think you should be charging and what you think you should be making in business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where the disconnect is. Even though I think in corporate America still, people with jobs tend to doubt themselves, especially if they're answering to someone else, like they're not at that executive level, just because they want to like please everyone and do a really good job. In business, it's just we want to make sure we're making a profit and we're actually being able to sustain this and have growth and all that other fun stuff. So it's just it's two different aspects, but definitely when it comes to entrepreneurs, they there's a lot of like self-doubt and lack of confidence, which is not a bad thing. No, no I mean, it keeps you honest, kind of. I mean, it mm-hmm. keeps you constantly striving to be better. But yeah, I find that I get stuck and then what I wind up doing is um, trying to find ways to make myself more, uh, Aubrey, you're going to have to help me today. I can't, I can't get it together. kind of like legit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So spend more money on training and and courses and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Course overload maybe to um, supplement our lack of confidence. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think the there are courses out there that benefit people, especially if they're just starting out. Like, take courses that you feel would add to your business as opposed to add to your skill sets because the skill sets in itself you already have. Like, mm-hmm. you made that decision. You're the expert. If you're going into business for marketing consulting, you don't need to spend money on, like, marketing courses. Like, those are things you can go and, like, lean on your peers that are in the marketing industry or whatnot. And I'm doing that because that's my background. Um, But when it comes to other things like foundation work, if you don't have the expertise in the legal stuff that needs to happen or in the sense of like, like how to advertise, those are things maybe you could take a course on or hire someone. But when it comes to really what your skills are, it does tend to be the lack of confidence where people just spend because they don't want to actually work on what's actually blocking them. No, that's not what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> that's never what's happening. <laughs> so could you <laughs> offer us one little tip to like shift that mindset in like making a decision in our business? Like how to like say, this is the decision I make and I stand behind it. Even though in the back of my head, I'm saying maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> So it's all about shifting the mindset from that fixed mindset because where that fixed mindset gets you stuck is because you really feel like you can't do anything. 
and you want to shift it to a growth oriented mindset. So it might, instead of, and it all starts internally. So like, it's really what you're saying to yourself is really where that shift is going to happen. And instead of saying, I really don't think this is a good decision, or I'm really not sure if I should make this, it's, well, if I make this, what's the opportunity here? If I don't make this, what am I losing out on? Because then it's all about seeing that forward moving action instead of just being stuck in the decision of, well, if I don't make it today, I can always make it tomorrow. It's, if I don't make it today, what am I losing out on? If I don't make it today, is that opportunity not going to be there? Um, because then it gets you seeing what that vision is. And if you can physically see yourself gaining um, some sort of knowledge or some sort of lesson from it, always go for it. And if you can't, then it helps you actually say, oh, it's probably not right for me. Great advice. How do you determine who you work with? Like, who are you, who are you specifically looking for? I'm really looking for entrepreneurs, particularly females, that honestly need to move forward in their business, but they can't figure out why they haven't seen the progress that they've seen. Because there are entrepreneurs out there who literally don't need my help, and that's perfectly fine. They're taking action, they're kicking butt, they're taking names, but it's really the entrepreneurs who are maybe like two to three years in business, and they're like, I can't figure out why my business just isn't moving forward anymore. They saw really great growth in that first couple of years, but now they're really stuck and they can't figure out why. What do you think sets you apart? Because I see a lot of business coaches out there. What sets you apart and why would people choose you over anyone else out there? So I think the certification lends a lot to it. I'm not just a small business coach because I decided like, I wanted to charge people a lot more money for my services. <laughs> um, I'm not just someone who was like, oh, I think I could coach people. I'm really good at encouraging. Like, let me do this. There's like a proven method to it. And I was able to learn from the experts on how to actually get those really deep seated core emotions and thoughts out of people so that we can start working on shifting it and start figuring out what needs to be let go of. Mm -hmm. um, and I also think my corporate experience lends a lot because I really know how to navigate a little bit more when it comes to marketing plans. So I can give them choices that then they can choose from as opposed to telling them what to do because that's not my job. As a coach, we never should be telling our clients what to do. Um, and also corporate when it comes to navigating different aspects of your business. If you're going to go to a sponsor or you're going to go to an organization and try and pitch your services, I'm really able to lend that support of really helping them figure out what they need to do in order to get there because some small business owners have never dealt in that corporate world before, but it really is lucrative for some aspects in some industries. So that's really what sets me apart because I have kind of both sides of the coin there. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I didn't zone out. I was listening, but I was, I was writing down the, if I make this decision today, cause I have a few big decisions that I need to make like today and it's just, this is actually perfect timing that you were on because I wrote down, okay, if I make this, what am I going to gain? Sorry, it's all about me right now. Do, do we need to have an individualized quick uh, coaching session? Yeah, can we have like a little, you want to approve this method right now? No. Sure, why not? Oh well, my goodness, no, you, you just did. After, like we can talk a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so do you yourself have a coach? I do. I do. Yeah. I think it's really important for coaches to have coaches, be, which is weird. Um, <laughs> but I wouldn't, I would be spinning around my own wheels and trying to self coach myself, which could take hours some days. And I don't have hours. So like I have a coach who I can box her and just be like, Hey, I'm really thinking about this. Get back to me when you can. But then it's off my plate for her to come back and ask me questions. 
Um, and it's someone who I met through my coaching certification just because I want to give back to that community. And I really enjoy them, but it's different because it's a man. Um, and I think he just brings a lot more to what I want to do in the sense of the entrepreneur executive world that I shifted to. Um, and I would even say too, I'm probably going to not continue working with him when our contract's up because I think he's done a lot. And I think that's something too for people who have coaches. If your coach is latching on to you for like a year, I would question what's going on because I really, <laughs> and I just, I personally think that, that at some point you have to let your clients go. Like at some point there needs to be a, a cutoff point because there's going to be different types of coaches or different types of people that you can send them to after they've go, gotten done working with you. Because so, yeah. so a lifetime coaching deal. <laughs> Yeah, it's like not something you want to invest in. No, not at all. Um, thank goodness I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, $7,500 lifetime coaching is an option out there, Nicole. I mean, if you ever consider it, you can charge that much, evidently. Yeah. Um, I just, but, yeah. There's, there's going to be seasons in your business, and I feel like if you're still with the same coach, through each of those different seasons, you're not going to see as much progress yeah. because there's going to be different people that serve you in those seasons. Yeah, so I agree. For my clients, I really like to cut them off between the three and six month time period because then I also can see the progress they've made. And if they haven't made that progress, then maybe I wasn't the right fit for them. Mm -hmm. um, and it, they need to go find someone who needs to do this for them. But that's just my own personal yeah. two seconds. Kind of, it kind of relates to parenting when it's time to let the little birds fly away from the nest it's time yeah. to grow your own wings and you know fly on and I feel get like out. I'm in that way get out <laughs> I feel like I'm in that right now with my business because I I mean just in all transparency my mind blocks have to do with money mm -hmm. and making the financial decision I'm like you know I really think I need that money mindset help now to go in mm -hmm. and have confidence in making decisions as far as finances go and you know well and with finances they're so tied to our personal outcome that those are the things that we work on last because we try and push it off all the time we don't actually want to look at it because it's <laughs> terrifying to actually open up the books and see what's coming in what's going out like how much can I spend on certain things do I need to take out a loan and I'm sorry but I don't even want to do that sometimes so it's no. perfectly normal to like be stuck in those decisions longer than we need to be because we need to get comfortable with it yeah I'm not there yet <laughs> definitely not there yet let's talk a bit about your podcast that you mm -hmm. host. tell us all about that so I host a podcast called Pixie Success Collective, which is PSC for short, because we know that people tend to get tripped up with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's with Samantha Brooke Johnston of Neapolitan Creative. We used to host Beautifully Bold in Business, mm -hmm. which has actually been put to bed because we just realized that there was a shift in what we needed to do in our podcast and Beautifully Bold just didn't embody that anymore. Uh -huh. um, and what we got a lot of feedback from is people really loved our guests, but they felt like they needed more from them. They didn't have enough time. So each month now we have one guest expert that we dive really deep into their story. And then we also give actionable tips at the end of each episode. So not only are they learning more about the entrepreneur, but they're actually learning about what skill sets these entrepreneurs bring to the table and what tips and tricks they would advise the audience to use in their business. So we've got virtual assistants. Um, we've got, 
we've got organizational coaches, we've got legal experts, we've got speaking experts, we've got HR that's coming on at some point. So it's really a more of a well-rounded aspect of like how to grow your business um, in a really good, sustainable, action-oriented way. Um, so is it really four episodes like a month? Like each episode will be that same mm -hmm. kind of like yes. a series. Yeah, so it's four episodes each month, and basically they, I like to call it their tenure. Um, so we record each episode with them, they give their tips, they go into really like strategies about what you can apply in your business, and then also we incorporate their story into it because we feel like their why is a super big, important factor into what they're being able to give to the audience. Um, and then we're going to have mini episodes each week. Sam and I really aren't sure what they're going to be yet. Um, because this is super new to us because our mini episodes used to be talking about the guests, but I don't think talking about the guests each week is going to be good. Um, but we, we we're really excited to be able to launch this because we don't think that there's anything else out there like this yet. Um, and being, we're booked out till next February with guests. I feel like we're on to something. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a great idea. So I when do you actually it. launch? You, you haven't launched yet. No, it'll be April 3rd. Yeah. Did you ever decide on an intro music? Because I did watch the live. <laughs> no. No. Held in. No. no. We launch April 3rd. It's March 29th, and we haven't That's done all the intro right. music. Hey, you still have. We ditched our intro time. music. I had intro music, but then I ditched it when we redid our um, our intro together. So we mm -hmm. still need to figure yeah. out some music or something. Yeah. We did come <laughs> up with like the actual intro like, language that we're going to use, which I think is super important. Yeah. But that was like last night at 8 o'clock. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're still working all of that stuff out. It's only been what two months, so you know. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get it together. It's all guys. right. <laughs> hey, it's going. Hey, we've got awesome guests lined up there, yeah. so I think that's what's important. Yeah, um, one exactly. step at a time. Exactly. One yes. step at a time. Oh my goodness. Yes. So, do you have any um, books as far as mindset books? I, I was reading one of all about the growth mindset and fixed mindset, but do you have any that you recommend that you would just love? So I do. I love Seth Godin Start Why. Um, he is just someone that I've been able to see in person live and he embodies confidence and he embodies that shift in not only mindset, but also marketing, which I think is why I like him a lot because I knew him before I became an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. um, I was able to see him before I started this journey. So he really inspires me on a daily basis. And I love even his book, Eaters Leap Last, which is a little bit more corporate-esque. I still, I still love him kind of fangirl over him a lot um and then there's another book it's different in the sense of it's not really about mindset but it's about energy um and it's called energy leadership and it's by bruce d schneider um and he really gets down into how you use your energy on a daily basis and it's not like the whole woo woo sun stars like they all align and collide and whatnot it's really about like when you wake up in the morning you physically make the decision to take a shower make coffee, eat breakfast, all of that actually utilizes your energy and you only have 24 hours worth of energy in a day. And when you deplete it super fast, if it's a lot more negative energy coming in than positive, that's when you normally have that 2 p.m. crash. So he really dives deep into how you actually utilize it and how you can shift it throughout the day if you're feeling yourself being drained and how you can kind of fill yourself back up. And that to me has been super awesome because I no longer really take super long naps during the day. <laughs> cool. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe I won't need that 2 p.m. because it is about 2 p.m. that I'm like, okay, there goes the coffee maker again, or mm -hmm. it's time for a Red Bull because everybody knows I love my Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> 
so bad for me though. <laughs> oh, you got to do what you got to do though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but you- I'm looking to that. Yeah, no kidding. Um, well, one of the things we always like to ask busy, busy, busy women is um, about finding time for themselves and me time. So what types of things do you like to do? How do you fit that into your, your life? So Sam and I actually just talked about this, not on a podcast, but on like a call that we have together. Um, I've really enjoyed being able to physically block it out on my calendar because it, if it's on my calendar, I know I have to do it because I'm not the type of person to like cancel a meeting or reschedule things unless I'm like unbelievably sick or like an emergency situation has happened. So if it's on there, I have to do it. I really like going out and getting a manicure pedicure when I'm oh, able yeah. to, because it just, for like an hour, I can just sit in a chair, get massaged, they can pamper me, maybe there's some wine involved, depending on what shop <laughs> I go to, um, but it really allows me to shut my brain off, because that's really, and I think all entrepreneurs have this, my brain does not shut off unless I'm physically doing something else, I'm like, phone is in another room and laptop is upstairs or something like that. Um, so for me, it's a way to get out of the house and really just unwind and relax. I love it. Do you still yoga? <laughs> I do. That, so I do, just... I, I do still yoga. Um, it relaxes me in the morning, but I, I have a very hard time if I don't do it right away in the morning. I can't go back to it later on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not an evening or afternoon workout person. I never really have been. The times that I tried it, I just I get frustrated. So if I don't do it in the morning, then it's not really a relaxing thing for me. <laughs> Awesome. Cool. All right. So where can everyone find you? So you guys can find me on my website. It's www.honestlyable.com. Um, I also am on Facebook. Um, me and Sam would love to actually have you guys in the Facebook group because that's where we've been um, doing a lot more engagement stuff. Mm-hmm. But that is Facebook or no, you guys can go to pixiesuccess.com forward slash Facebook for that one. Um, and on Instagram, my handle's just at Nicole underscore Hoagland. And that's really where the two spaces I hang out because I don't really want to spread myself too, too thin. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Don't want to. Yeah. yeah. Energy consumption is a important thing. <laughs> especially when you yeah. don't have any. <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially. Uh, well, thank you so much for being with us today. I appreciate it. And sorry, my, uh, my brain wasn't truly functioning but she's oh, still overseas you're she still overseas you're in france you're having your baguette and your little latte you're fine. yes that's right that's right shoot by now we'd be moving on to wine but <laughs> or champagne because champagne france you know right, right yes of course mm-hmm. <laughs> okay aubrey you usually oh. say something that i'm else. sorry i was <laughs> i was thinking about she- I was thinking, no, I was, Boy. you know, you know that song, Welcome to Our House, where he says, champagne pop, and I don't know, my girls do this little dance to it, and I was just like jamming out in my head. Nicole, I hope you have an awesome day, and I hope we did not suck your energy. You you not only did not get the A team today, I think you might have gotten the D or the E team. <laughs> I just snorted. <laughs> Listen, I am lucky I got the A team today. Go on a plane tomorrow. I saw. Oh my goodness! Clean, like oh. it's just. Yeah. Well, this has been awesome, though. <laughs> Sorry. Sometimes these are, like, the, these are the best episodes. Just to be honest. I have to control. I'm going to snort again. Okay. Oh, have a great day. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the show today. You can hop on over to losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 88 to get all of the show notes and to check out Nicole's resources and anything that we talked about today. Also, don't forget to check out our sponsor, Coping Skills for Kids. And don't forget about your $5 coupon that you can redeem at losethecape.com forward slash coping. Have a great day.